Can financial freedom be attained through real estate? Welcome back to the show. This is B is for Business, where I, your host, John Jacobison, sit down with entrepreneurs, founders, and inventors, those who shape our culture and industry. Thank you for listening. I welcome a very special guest to the show today, Brandon Lokarin. Brandon moved to the U.S. in his teenage years and chose to forego college and instead began an apprenticeship in architecture. After honing his skills in architecture and construction, Brandon transitioned to real estate. Brandon founded the Locarin Group, and alongside his own investments in helping clients buy and sell properties, Brandon leads a community of real estate investors. Through this community, Brandon acts as a guide with other strategic partners to help individuals achieve enduring wealth through real estate. It's a great episode, ladies and gentlemen. Sit back and enjoy. You make this rather snappy, won't you? I have some very heavy thinking to do before 10 o'clock. Hi, Brandon. Welcome to the show. Today we have Brandon Lokarin. Welcome to the show. Thank you, man. Thank you for having me on. I, I appreciate it. So I wanted to get started with how you got into the world of real estate investing and when did that turn into helping others achieve financial freedom through that route? Sure, sure. So, you know, it kind of started when I got into real estate, right? I always enjoy, you know, like caring about real estate, loving real estate and and even before that, I just love like building things. I, I worked in construction, so I, I understood how things go together from, so it was always like a, a bug that needed to be itch, you know, and I love like renovating stuff. I, I renovated my mom's house, renovated my house. So when, um, when we were like, Hey, what is the next step to kind of start growing some wealth is like buying investment property. So then, you know, like that, that kind of started it and started doing research and strategies started doing like trying to understand as much as i can as fast as i can you know i'm sure you've been there like on a learning train and you just feel like you consume like one of like somebody's entire youtube channel or something so that's kind of like how it was for me and then um for me it was the birth strategy and once i did it and you know i learned on the fly right like so it was all about you know hey i'm learning this in theory but i think then i started doing it and i was like man like this is cool i need to like teach people this. I need to help people. People need to buy real estate. And that's how it kind of like got started with like saying, Hey, I want to help people create wealth through real estate. Yeah. I've definitely been on that route of just deep diving down the wormhole of a YouTube channel, just ingesting as much as I can. So now you're trying to help people get into real estate investing. What do you see as the biggest like hold up for people on entering? I think a big thing like is people get hemmed up with like the the mindset right like they don't believe in themselves and they don't think like they can do it and it's because they haven't done it and, and that's okay right like i think back you know i don't remember this obviously but when you think about being a kid when you first started walking you didn't know how to do it you just did it right just having that that childlike faith believing in yourself i think like that's the biggest thing that people don't do that they need to do so that they could start creating wealth for themselves because it's you're always going to have problems even if you understand it 100 percent theory wise 
you'll always have issues and, you know, it's just better to go through it and you learn better and you learn faster. And you can be that guide for people as they get into it. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah, that's like our thing is like being the Sherpa, right? <laughs> so, so you mentioned you start off building things, renovating things. So you bring a background of architecture, project management. How do you think that's, that experience has helped you in real estate and helping your clients? Sure. Yeah. So one of the things that I say is like, you know, not only do I, I love writing a great contract and love negotiating and love doing, you know, I don't really like paperwork as much, but like, you know, I enjoy like the chase of like, Hey, let's, let's make a deal happen or let's do something here. But like, I understand how a home goes together, right? So we could better advise our clients how this is like a $10,000 fix, or it's only a $500 fix, right? It's just being able to go in and help them understand that and giving them that comfort. I think it's really cool. Like, when we show people properties, we, you know, like we talk to them to like, Hey, your water heater is only like two years old or your HVAC system is only five years old. Right. So just giving them that understanding that and showing them that, Hey, you, un you also understand their product. Right. It's like one of those things where I feel like in anything you sell, I feel like except homes, like you have to understand the product really well. Right. And with real estate, a lot of people don't understand the product. They don't understand how a home is built or what goes into it. And, I think like understanding that makes you a better salesperson and makes you a better fiduciary to like advise your clients. Yeah, that makes a lot of sense. And I definitely, I've never thought of it in that sense, but the product is homes. So in real estate, if you don't understand that, it definitely sets you back. It's hard to think of something that big being like a product. You think of like products being kind of smaller. I don't know that maybe that doesn't make sense, but, but that makes a lot of sense. I like that mindset. So you're involved in a lot right now. You're starting a YouTube channel. You're teaching master classes. You're ingesting all this information about uh, real estate investing. You're passing that on to other people. Um, you're actually helping clients day to day. Uh, what pushes you forward to just keep learning, keep going? You know, I think, you know, I've always had this like this drive, right, since I was a kid. And I feel like as we go through life like that, what drives that drive is like it changes right so i would say like more recently in life like i would say it's my family right like i've got two wonderful boys like one's nine one's like 18 months and and you know an awesome wife i think like they drive me right because you you know as an entrepreneur you know it's like it's like you want like you want something that that continues to push you and you want to create uh the reason why we do what we do is because like you want to create a life worth living and having that for your family, like I think as a man, like that drives you because you want to create that for your family. You want to help them like see the nicer things in life or like help create that wealth. Because, you know, I didn't come from hedge fund baby kind of thing. Like, you know, I'm not a trust fund baby, right? So like, but I want to create like, hey, like the nicer things and create that generational wealth for my family. And then, you know, also teach them to transfer it down in a, in a very responsible way. But I would say like my family is probably the most the biggest driving factor in my life right now is just helping them. And, and, you know, it's not like they say, Hey, I want like a new pair of shoes or anything. It's more like, you know, because they're very like humble and they don't ask for those things. You kind of want to create things. You want to do that for them even more. I would say like my family. And you touched on your background a little bit. You're actually from Trinidad and Tobago, and then you moved to England for a while. And then I think around your teenage years, you moved to the United States. And now you're in the United States. You've, you're a founder of multiple ventures. How has um, that experience impacted your career as an entrepreneur and building everything you built? Sure, sure. 
Yeah, you know, like I would say, one of the things that I would say like helped me to kind of have like this different worldview or is traveling, right? Like, and I was, you know, like not by choice, right? Like I moved around, right? Like moved from Trinidad to England and then here, but like seeing Trinidad, living in, in Trinidad until I was about eight, eight years old, moved to England for a couple of years and then moving here kind of allowed me to see like the world from like a different view. And I think a lot of times, like, you know, like we take things for granted being in like, an amazing country right this is the best country on the planet in my opinion i i think we take that for granted right and for me like it's like seeing the different world views like coming from like nothing allowed me to see the benefit of that and take full advantage right so when we say america is like the land of the free and land of opportunity that's like true to its core right like that's what our founding fathers that's the premise they founded america on right and it's like so that to me like you know when you see that opportunity and you see that freedom you're like man i gotta like hang on to this and i got i just gotta be able to use this right because i'm one of the lucky few that are able to come here and and start a career right like and, and do something like so that's you know like i would say like that's probably like the biggest thing is like understanding worldview and like one of the things too i would say for most people i think instead of going to college right away if you really want to go to college like i think take a gap year and travel when you it brings you back down to earth and then you are able to see like the world from a different view and appreciate what you have here in america like it's when you go travel places man it is like you realize how good you've had it yeah, I've definitely felt that experience. I've been on like mission trips and seeing kind of the other side really wakens you to what you're given, uh, not just what's available in the U.S., but just day one, what is there for you um, as a foundation, just our cities, our roads, the infrastructure, you're given a lot to begin with. And I think you're touching on like to whom much is given, much is expected and having to like actually act on kind of the opportunity given to you. Yeah, it's funny you mentioned the roads. That's probably like the biggest thing you notice when you're traveling, right? <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's so, so simple, but it can can be so easily overlooked if you're not confronted with that. Mm-hmm. Coming from your background in project management, architecture, uh, and you mentioned people taking gap years um, instead of going to college right away. Um, what's your take on maybe people going back into like more of the trades instead of kind of the traditional college um, that most people go into? Yeah, I feel like we're like school is school is something that is like pushed, right? Like I remember when I was going to to high school, like every counselor is asking you like, oh, what college are you applying to? What college are you applying to? Right. And they never push the trades. And I do think like, you know, with with trades coming back and like always needing trades, you're always going to need a plumber. You're always going to need an electrician you're always going to need the trades. And I feel like it's one of those things where, you know, it's not, it's not like the razzle dazzle of life, right? It's not like the fancy office job or, you know, whatever. But in reality, man, like, I feel like people that do that type of work, like they enjoy life more. And sometimes they end up making a lot more money than some of those people that, you know, actually went to college and they're like working at McDonald's now because there's a lot of that, right? There's a lot of like, and, and when you look at education from what it cost from like what it cost, you know, 20, 30 years ago, what it costs now like i mean a four-year degree i don't know it probably cost what do you think like two hundred thousand for a decent four-year degree yeah private schools that can easily get there 
Yeah, and go to a trade school or like get an get like an apprenticeship with like a plumber and start working with them and make money right away. That's kind of what I did was like I knowing that I wanted to jump into construction and like stuff like that. I got an internship at an architect firm and that's what allowed me to gain the experience because I never went to college. You know, I don't, this might be an unpopular opinion, but I don't I don't necessarily believe in college. I don't think like it's necessary to go to college to like truly be a success, right? Because I think I think experience means more than like you know learning about something right it, when you do it you actually have way more experience than someone that just read the book yeah i mean i think that's becoming increasingly popular um you're also you're losing four years uh, basically when you do go to college so even if maybe the like starting point of like what someone's making outside of college compared to someone who doesn't by the end of those four years they might even be past or surpassing what person coming out of college is making. Um, and I think there's something to be said for like the fulfillment of working with your hands and like working outside, like doing that kind of work that's lost maybe in the like fancier office jobs um, that people kind of wane after. Yeah, yeah, I, I agree. I agree. It's it, it definitely has. And to me, you know, I think like you find yourself like wanting to do those things too. like, you know what I mean? Like you're just like, you know, and I feel like nowadays, like some people don't know how to work on a car or know how to like repair like pipe in their house or change a faucet or something, you know, it's like, but we all have that like, man, like I want to be able to do that, right? Because we're being creative or like, we feel like we're doing something, you know? Right, right. Now I've definitely felt that. Yeah, I think it the it's the need for using your creative powers. And I think, I mean, you've probably experienced that by being in like architectural firms. That's something that's always fascinated me going from just concept and then you have your drawings and then it's your first rendering and then it starts to go up. There's something so cool about just going from like, there's nothing and then wow, we've built this to the day where you're cutting the ribbon. It's such a, a cool process to me. I know I'm, I'm one of those guys. I don't know if you, you're one of those guys, but like I could just stand there and watch a tower crane work all day. Like I could just like a hundred percent, hundred percent. So one of your ventures, uh, leverage for legacy, it's a real estate investing community. Why do you think it's important to help individuals build real estate success in the context of the community rather than just individual? You know, like I think from a community perspective, like well, it goes back to that quote, alone we can go fast, but together we go further. And I think like when you put people's minds together, even though you might not necessarily agree with 100% of the things that they're saying, it allows you to go further and it allows you to collaboration, right? Like that, you know, like for instance, like the, the mind, like your mind is very powerful, right? First of all, like our minds are very powerful. But when you put two minds together, it's not twice as powerful. It's exponentially more powerful, right? For instance, let's say you have an idea and I have an idea, right? And if we're alone and we just have we just have one idea each. However, if you and I, you know, met up for coffee and chatted and you shared your idea with me and I shared my idea with you, we both left with an with two ideas. So we both left with more than we came, right? So imagine doing that, right? Three people, four people, five people. So it's like just having that that exponential growth with like community and just allowing people to see things from a different perspective. And like it just creates just like more encouragement for the group, just more energy in the group. And it's, it's just more fun, like doing it together with people. Like, you know, it's like I was listening to this guy. And he, one of the things he said, one of the things he's scared of is like, 
getting a hole in one in golf and no one being there, right? Like, and it's like, it's kind of like the same thing. It's like, you want people to be there. You want to feel the energy. And I think people motivate each other. You know, like, it's like, if, if you're working by yourself, like there's no real motivator, right? Except yourself, God, and you know, whatever is inside you. But it's like, when you're with people and people are holding you accountable, it's a different level of work ethic that comes out, right? Like you think about like a deadline. I'm sure you've had like, you know, writing a paper the night before it was due. Like you had a deadline, something was pushing you to get it done, right? And while the teacher might not have been there, you, you know that they're expecting it. So it's like the same thing with people. It allows us to you know, help each other and hold each other accountable and get things done. So that's why I like the community approach. And you're getting people from all different perspectives. I mean, you mentioned earlier, like traveling alone gets you different perspectives and then that informs um, your approach. And so when you're working in the context of the community, you're getting unique perspectives, different ideas. Those are bouncing off each other, all propelling more success. Yeah, I think that's really important. I think a lot of people view maybe the entrepreneurial life or those really high achievers. I mean, like investing, like it's kind of the lone wolf mentality, but really the community aspect can propel you to better success than you would be able to alone. Yeah. Yeah. No, absolutely. Absolutely. I have a segment called quote on a quote where I give a quote and then you give me some thoughts on it basically. And based off your last answer, I think you might have some good thoughts on this. It's from Barbara Corcoran, who's a pretty well-known entrepreneur. She says, real estate investing is not about instant success. It's about enduring success. Yes, that's a great quote. And it talks about like just a long-term wealth, right? Like a lot of times we feel like we're going to buy the property today. And then tomorrow it's going to double in value. And that's not always the case, right? Like there, um, it's all about like buying real estate and waiting because, you know, God's not making any more land, like value just continues to exponentially grow. So like, I think like it's super important to, to buy real estate and just wait and play the long term, right? Like when you think of like the black rocks of the world and these massive hedge funds, these massive companies, they're paying, they're playing a different game than we are. We're playing a five year game or a 10 year game. But when you look at them, the reason why they're buying properties at market value or above market value is because they understand something that we don't and it's about the long-term game so they're they're playing like the hundred year game or the thousand year game right so how do you like mimic that is like i would say she's exactly right you know it's just making sure that you understand it's a long-term process and there's a lot of advantages there's a lot of short-term advantages to real estate too i would say she's she's exactly right you want to get into that a little bit because I think kind of one thing people maybe don't understand and I don't have a great understanding of it is the ability to leverage the investments you've already made. While maybe you don't even have full ownership of them yet, you can leverage those assets to invest more. Is that correct? Sure, sure. Yeah. So like funny, I was talking about this yesterday, but all right, let's say let's say you want to buy like $500,000 in Tesla stock. How much money do you need? 500000 Right. So if you want to buy a house, you could put down 3% on that $500,000 house. And so that's 15,000, right? But guess what? That 15,000 allows you to control a $500,000 asset and your returns are not based on the 15,000. It's based on the $500,000, right? So it's like you're kind of trading options almost. So that's real estate is so powerful that like you could put down a little, little to no money, right? And control this massive asset. And when it goes up in value, it's going up at market value, not what you put into it, right? Compared to the stock market or gold or whatever it is, right? Art. So like, that's what's really cool, first of all, with real estate. And with the short term advantages of real estate, as they continue to go up in value, 
you could leverage each asset, right? So um, one of the things we talk about in our course is like, you know, if, if you're like, if you're not tied to a certain location for whatever reason, you could move every six months using a 3% down conventional loan. And people think, you know, that's one of the myths too, is like people think you need 20% to put down on a house and you don't, you can buy a house every six months and only put 3% down. As long as you could show that, hey, I have a rent, you know, I have a lease that's rented out my previous house that I'm moving out of and I'm buying, you know, I'm buying another house. So you can qualify and just, just house hop, right? Every six months or every eight months, um, save up $15,000 and, and buy a $500,000 house. And I'm surprised a lot of people don't do this. You know, it, it's a little bit harder for me to do because I have family and it throws a monkey wrench into things, but <laughs> real estate allows you to do that, right? So you can see within five years, you can control, like if you move once a year, you can control two and a half million dollars in real estate, you know? So I think that's that's the cool thing about real estate, not to mention the, the tax write-offs and, and the benefits and just being able to leverage it. And there's a whole segment on like depreciation and cost segregation and whatnot like that we can get into. It, it, it's it's a lot. Real estate is so cool. It's, it's awesome. Yeah. And I think probably the number one selling point is it's real. It's something you can touch and feel and see. And um, I think that's a compelling selling point versus dumping money into a fund and then kind of hoping that it goes up. Well, so if you could give advice for someone else, a person who has a vision for a company or product, what would your advice be? What should their first step be? So I would say like kind of build out your team. First of all, go out and find, you know, two or three people that you're like super close with that believes in you, right? Because there are, th- there are times when, I'm not going to lie, you, you don't believe in yourself, right? And you need that encouragement. And those people need to understand that you need that encouragement. Whether you're doing this alone, you know, or you're doing it with a partner, but you just have to have a good team around you, whether it's your wife, your brother, your mom, you, you know, like just have somebody, you know, your best friend. Like my, my greatest confidant in the world is like my best friend and, you know, and obviously my wife. But it's like when you have that, like nothing could stop you, right? Because like, again, sometimes you're not going to have faith in yourself and you need those people to just give you that word of encouragement or just, you know, say something to you or just talk to you, right? So once you have that team that truly believes in you, I would say like, you know, then then just get a jump on things, like start moving and don't stop because when you stop, you lose momentum and it's super hard to get going again because while you're losing momentum, the bills are also still piling up, right? Like, so don't lose momentum and you know, I'm like talking from experience here on that one. Like, you know, you lose momentum, you take things for granted, um, expect things to continue to be a certain way, but don't lose momentum. Like just keep going. Like if you're doing a certain project, don't stop, like just work on it, work on it, work on it. And, you know, I wouldn't say necessarily like you have to stay up for 10 days straight or anything like that. I would say like, I'm learning more so now in my life that it's, it's also like including the people that, that truly love you and care about you and spending time with them because it's really cool. Like I learned this like probably like a year ago, the way our brain works is like, we have to shut it down in order for it to rest and regenerate itself. And like a lot of times we're told like, no, just keep working, keep working, keep working. What ends up happening, our brain's tired. So we feel like we're working harder and it doesn't allow our brains to rest and gain, and gain new ideas. So we actually lose out on a lot of things if we just, you know, like just work nonstop. So it's always good to like take that break, take that mental break, go out in the wilderness, like get some fresh air, spend time with your loved ones. Like I think like it's super important. And I don't think life is a balance, but I do think like there are seasons like and we have to focus on certain 
you know, there's a season to like, hey, I got to really put in the work this week or, you know, this this day. And you, you may have to stay up late, which is okay. But just understand that it's seasonal. And like, there might be a season where you know what, you just got to go, go out into the wilderness, go to Shenandoah, like go for a hike by yourself or, you know, take the family, just unplug. Like, I think like that's, that's the biggest thing is really understanding yourself and like building a team that supports you and then at the same time like staying quiet with what you know don't tell a lot of people what you're working on because there's a lot of people who should technically who you believe like should be super supportive of you and in reality they're not so you should be quiet as as to who you tell your business to and you work quietly and just work in silence you know I think a lot of great people say that is just like, just keep silence and just keep your head down and stay focused and keep your confidence like super close. And then just talk to them when you need to. Awesome. I think that's really excellent advice, Brandon. Thank you. If you want people to reach you or if they're interested in getting into real estate investing, how should they do so? They could uh, send me an email at brandon at com. They could check out our YouTube channel, Real Estate Investing with Brandon Locarin, Instagram, Facebook, wherever. Just Just connect with us. Awesome. Thanks for coming on the show, Brandon. Yeah, thank you so much for having me, John. You can connect with the Lokeren Group on LinkedIn and connect with Brandon on LinkedIn as well at Brandon Lokeren. Thanks for listening to this episode of B is for Business. If you enjoyed the episode, consider rating it on wherever you're listening, sharing it with a friend, and connecting with us on social at B is for Business on LinkedIn and Facebook and B is for Business Show on Instagram and X. Thanks for listening and have a great Monday, everyone.
Thanks for listening to B is for Business. Intro music is by The Revolution. Outro music is by Reveal. The views and opinions expressed on this show are those of the speakers and do not necessarily reflect the views or positions of any entities they represent. B is for Business is a trademark of Bison LLC. Remember to like, subscribe, and share B is for Business across all platforms. Thank you.